0: We thank God so much for this wonderful opportunity to come before him this morning. I want us, in all humility, to be on our feet for just a minute or two. I want us to charge our spirit. I want us to start speaking in the language of the spirit. The atmosphere is already charged for prayer. Likandaya ya mama sandiri Landarabi Landa rabihan handiri kaya ba sataya. Lihanda ya mama sandiri kaya baba. ba. mama mama sandiri kiaya and dediktai abu hunde de mashi handi aba kandaya mashi handi aba ikandi de mama mashi handi aba lupa de mashi hadaba ri li handi mashi handi kitababa shala mani mashi handi mashi handi kalaba de kashi ikalaba kosian tadaba kalabada Parabado Sarabadian Dalabang Ya Fala Sayah Di Pantey Dalabado Bayan Ya Farabado Sarababado Kapar In Kapar Rababada Ya Palamad Palabada Baba In Palabado Farabada Ya Fala Dil Bayan Kala Kaya Madik So Johannesburg, 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 you, Father we thank you so much for this morning We thank you so much for bringing us here together once again Father, we pray that your spirit will take over. We pray that we will not speak our own mind. We pray that we will not speak what pleases us or what pleases authority or what pleases the world. But we only speak your will and your will only. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we've prayed. Amen. You shall be seated. God bless you all so much. It's been quite a tough week. I mean, I know because of our elections and all that, some of us, it's been a mixed feeling weak for us some people it's been all joy some people it's been all i mean it's been a lot of things but you know we thank god so much that his will has prevailed amen this morning we are going to talk about the true act of worship i don't know when i was praying about this when pastor told me that i was going to preach i was looking for something more but then the holy spirit kept on directing me around this subject matter I don't even know if the topic does enough justice to it, but then we'll see what God does with it. Amen. I want us to read from the book of Romans, chapter 12, verse 1 to 2. Do I have to read my own Bible? Okay, all right to um, the NIV please it says that therefore I urge you brothers and sisters in view of God's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice holy and pleasing to God this is your true and proper worship hallelujah go go back to the verse 1 again I want us to take notice of something yeah, he says that what? Offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. Amen. Okay, let's go on. We'll come back to that. Yes. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by, by the renewal of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Amen amen yeah so um let, let's go back to the presentation I want to talk about living sacrifice if you talk about sacrifice I believe we all know what sacrifice is anything consecrated to be offered to God or those in the world do it to other um other spirits and all but we offer ours to God you know and then in the in the Old Testament when you read around the book of Le- Leviticus we, we realize that they had a number of sacrifices They were offering the grain sacrifice. They had the burnt offering. They had the sacrifice for guilt and all that. But in our time, the Bible is asking us to offer our bodies as a living sacrifice. So we don't have to necessarily kill ourselves or, or something. We are still living, but we have to offer everything within us to God as a form of sacrifice. Hallelujah. Yeah. And then the next thing I want to talk about is worship please, can I have the presentation on the screen? Yeah, so the next thing I want to talk about is worship. I'm just doing a a, 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 a background check on, on the on the, uh, the verses that we just read. So the next thing I want to talk about is worship. Very often when we talk about worship, we only limit it to, you know, what we come here to do as, as a matter of sing songs and offer words of praise and all that to God. But our worship goes beyond that okay our worship is our lifestyle to god worship is supposed to be a lifestyle it's not supposed to be only the moment when we come here to kneel before god and offer ourselves all order to god hallelujah so our worship is, is is our lifestyle and our lifestyle should be spiritual and should be in truth should be in line with the word of god Because the bible says that what god is spirit therefore those who come to him must worship him in spirit and in truth hallelujah so, you know, irrespective of where you happen to find yourself, your life should reflect that true and spiritual worship to God. Hallelujah. We don't only really come here and then, you know, kneel before God and do all that. When we go out there, we, we have a different story altogether. No, that's not the deal. But the Bible is telling us that when we come here, we should offer ourselves as a living sacrifice to God. Hallelujah. All right. Um, so the, the part that I wanted us to note, which is the offer, yourselves as a living sac- offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, it means that when we come here together, we don't go in different ways. We come together as one in unity, and then we offer our bodies as one living sacrifice to God. Hallelujah. To so a church which, in which there is no unity, I don't know how we are going to do that. Hallelujah. So when we come here, we should know that we've not come here to do our individual stuff. We can do that at home. But when we come here to worship together, we all come together, sanctified, purified, and offer our bodies as one living sacrifice to God. Hallelujah. The next thing I want to talk about is worldly patterns. I'm rushing through because we are behind time. I have a lot of things to say. I don't know. I pray the Holy Spirit helps me do all that. But then I'm, going to, I'm rushing through so that we can save a lot of time. Yeah, the next thing I want to talk about is worldly patterns. When we talk about worldly patterns, don't just limit yourself to fornication and all those things. No, those are not the only patterns in the world. I want us to read something from 1 Timothy chapter 4. Anything you do outside the will of God, anything that you do on your own without being led, or whatever the worldly wisdom teaches us to do is not in line with the word of God and therefore it falls under what we categorize as a worldly pathing. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, first Timothy chapter 4 verse 1, the spirit clearly says that in the latter times some will abandon the faith, follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. Such teachings come through hypocritical lies whose conscience have been seared as with a hot iron amen amen when you when you read further it talks about some of the things that they preach some of the doctrines that they preach don't eat this don't eat that blah 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 everything that god has blessed is edible for us to eat hallelujah everything made by god is good he himself said that it was good so you there is no one with authority to come and tell you that this animal or or that food is not good for consumption. Hallelujah. Amen. So let me go on. You know, every issue, you have to trace it back to to its source. When you read the verse, it talks about we renewing our mind. Mind here is also known as conscience. The conscience or our mind is, is a very deadly battlefield. Hallelujah. Let me show you something. When we go back to the beginning of time, when Adam and when God created Adam and Eve, the devil was also there. The, the devil also has been there for a while. I mean, he was there from the beginning as well. It wasn't just um, God, and God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Lucifer was also around. And he knew things. Hallelujah. Don't be deceived. The enemy is very crafty. He knew that in order for him to have a chance in this world, he would need something that would give him an equal playing field. So what he decided to attack was the conscience of man. Hallelujah. When God created us, he first created us in the form of a spirit. So we're just like him. Okay. And then later on, for us to be able to operate on this earth, he made a body and and, and and his breath was put in that body and that body came up alive. Now, when that body came up alive, that body had no conscience of good and evil. What we knew was just God. Hallelujah. Is someone understanding me? Yeah, what we knew was just God. So Adam and Eve were just obeying instructions from God. They were just looking up to God for everything. But the enemy knew that if he continues like that, there is no way he's going to have a chance. He took advantage of something very critical. Um, can we go to Genesis chapter 3? Yeah. If, if you read that chap- chapter, the, the, the Bible says that the enemy chose the, one of the creatures of God that was very crafty, which is the serpent. Hallelujah. And if you link it to our modern world today, that's how the devil preach. He doesn't just choose anybody. Hallelujah. So if he wants to get to you, he chooses what he knows will work on you. Crafty things, skillful things, skillful people. Hallelujah. That's why we have very powerful musicians in the world who don't know God, but the enemy is using them mightily. Hallelujah. That is how he can get to people. Amen. So let's go on. So he chose the serpent. And when he came to Eve, he didn't just come to Eve to tell him that, oh, Charlie, he looked for a way to build a conversation with, with Eve. Hallelujah. So he started by asking him stuff. And Eve to, oh, well, God says we can eat everything except this one. Those times, all they knew was God. So I'm not sure Eve, even, Eve didn't know why. Okay, so he, she, she was just obeying instructions. And sometimes it's safer that way to just obey instructions. Than to ask questions. Hallelujah. Yeah. That's why we say obey before complain. So if and Adam were just obedient unto God. So they didn't really know what that truth was. There were two trees: the tree of life and then the tree of knowledge of good and evil. The devil played on that aspect and he was like, No, 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 woo. Would you rather be fine? He will give you knowledge. What, what 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 you don't know is that Oh, boss, no person will be sometimes you have to be careful of the voices around you what they are speaking to you what they are trying to put into your mind it's very dangerous hallelujah that is why we all have to live by the will of god and live by the spirit because it is only when in the spirit that you can be able to differentiate between these voices the devil is very cunning hallelujah he won't just choose anybody to come to you sometimes he chooses the very people that we love most hallelujah which is very difficult for us to avoid hallelujah the devil is very smart hallelujah so he he built a conversation with eve and at the end of the day he was able to convince eve hallelujah eve got it and brought it to adam <laughs> so when eve brought it hallelujah adam to of course for, for the sake of loving you know, peace in the house. So he took the food and he ate it as well. Hallelujah. Now, what happened was that when they ate this, it's true that their, their, their conscience were activated. Hallelujah. And because of that, God took them out of the Garden of Eden. Hallelujah. So that was when the enemy built an equal ground to be able to push into the mind of man what is evil. Hallelujah. Because right now, man knows what is good, and man knows what is evil, and man has the will to choose. But what he's going to do is that now he has an equal playing field. He's going to push things into your head. Things which are evil, but at the same time, look very cunning and all. If you go to the chapter 6, look if you look at the description and how Eve felt about the fruit, it was very lovely. Hallelujah. Can you go to verse 6? Yeah. When a woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye, pleasing to the eye and desirable for gaining wisdom. She took some and ate. That is the kind of world that we are. The things of the world, the worldly part in things, are very desirable and very attractive. Hallelujah. To be very honest with you, sometimes they even appear more attractive than what we have in church or what we have in Christ. I mean, in quotes. Hallelujah. Very deceiving and very cunning. That's why you have to live by the Spirit. Hallelujah. So, the long and short is that man fell and man got to the point where the enemy can attack our conscience. Back to the verse 2. That is why the Bible is telling us that in order not for us to conform to the patterns of this world, we have to be renewing our mind day in and day out. What are the things that we are supposed to be renewing our mind with? Hallelujah. Some of the things, or the most important thing, is to obey the voice of God. Hallelujah. Can we move to the next slide, please? The next one. Okay, all right. So let's go on. So one of the things that we have to do as Christians is obedience. Hallelujah, obedience to the voice of God. Where do we hear the voice of God? How do we even differentiate that this is God speaking to me, or this is man, or this is another person, or this is from somewhere else? This is from, this is from the devil, or this is from um, the world, or what? How can we differentiate between those voices there is only one way to live by the spirit hallelujah to subject our will to the spirit hallelujah when you present yourself as a living sacrifice you totally forgo your will everything you have is surrounded to jesus hallelujah everything you have is surrounded to god so you only follow the directions of god and for you to be declared as righteousness you have to please god with your faith hallelujah and and then um, the bible says that what without faith it is impossible to please god and those who come to him must know that he exists and he is a rewarder of those who earnestly or diligently seek him hallelujah so it means that before us to be able to live first you have to believe that god exists you have to believe that jesus is lord you have to believe that jesus is the son of the living god hallelujah when you submit your will to Him, you have to believe that He is the one who is going to take over from your, of, take over of your life from now onwards. Hallelujah. So in that case, you don't do things on your own again. Hallelujah. See, to make it, um, sorry, on Judgment Day, it's not going to be about what is good or bad, or you know what we feel we did so was good and all that. The Bible says that what God is going to judge in His righteousness. How do we know the righteousness of God? The righteousness of God is by obeying the will of God, by living by the will of God. Hallelujah. A lot of people are in bondage of sin because they really, they really are still living in the past where they feel like, Charlie, I don't know what to do. When it's lost, they even stay at home. They don't come to church again and they feel like, Charlie, this one there, there is no way out. But what, what what we are forgetting is that when Jesus Christ came on earth, He said, "I did not come to judge." Hallelujah. He came with love. John, um, uh, was for God to so love the world. Who can help you with the John John what? John three sixteen. I'm sorry, I have a lot in my head. <laughs> yeah. So for God so love the world, that He gave His one and only begotten Son. That whosoever whosoever He didn't say that. Do, that those in church or those who are righteous, those who feel righteous, when they believe in him, they shall be saved or something. This morning, I'm here to announce to you that you have every right. Okay? Once you believe in Jesus Christ, once you proclaim him as the son of the living God, there is no bondage that he can't save you out of. Hallelujah. So, sometimes sometimes, sometimes we belittle the power of the blood because we, we, we underestimate it. We feel like, Charlie, where we've got into, we are, in, we are in some deep stuff that we don't think we can come out. But that's limitation on the blood of the covenant. Hallelujah. And as a matter of fact, that's even a sin to underestimate that. Hallelujah. If, if you fail to come before, to, to come to the communion, sorry, to come for communion, the, the main problem is not with the fact that you've sinned, but the issue is with the fact that you've underestimated the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. You've underestimated the blood or the power in his resurrection hallelujah and that is where the problem is with a lot of Christians. and this is where the enemy is attacking people their mind filled hallelujah the bible that's why the bible is edging us day in and day out to be renewing our mind with the word of god hallelujah i have four principles that i work with now thank god for the um for the lockdown and the rest i'm, I'm not saying coronavirus is good but i tell you it gave me a real opportunity to really look at things again and now have a different perspective of things. Hallelujah. Sometimes we get so busy with the stuff, although we are serving in God, although we are doing good stuff, it's not really about that. You can do all these things and at the end of the day, you miss the mark. Hallelujah. If you don't know what the will of God is, if you are not in line with the mind of God, all these things will be in vain. It doesn't matter if you sit, stand here to sing every 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 Sunday, every Thursday, you come for Zopuyu, blah, blah, blah. Those things don't matter. The most important thing is to support it your will to god hallelujah if you don't present yourself as a living sacrifice there is no way hallelujah there is no way you can make because it's really tough i mean honestly it's really a tough deal to really work in this world today in our generation you see nice women women keep getting beautiful all the time as a man how do you how do you even avoid all these things hallelujah I mean, to be honest with you, it's not something to, to, to do easily. I tell you, unless you subject your will to God's will. Hallelujah. Unless you allow the Holy Spirit to lead you. Jesus Christ said that word. He has given us the keys to heaven. And that his Spirit will give us understanding. The Spirit will lead us into all truth. Hallelujah. He will show us what's about to happen and, 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 and even where we have to go. Our movements and all that. The Holy Spirit is, is there to help us with that. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Shiva. Hallelujah. So this morning, my message, the long and short of my message is that the only way out for us in this generation, the only way out in this modern world is for us to subject our will to God. I'm, I'm very happy, excited about the theme for next year. But you know being a revived church shouldn't be at the point where we have to host revivals before we come here as revived. Hallelujah individually we have to build up that revival in us hallelujah we have to be on fire to the extent that before we step here before we leave our homes before we start walking here we already have that song ringing in our hearts hallelujah so by the time you get here the worship leader is charged pastor is on fire everyone is on fire when we meet together hallelujah we don't need to struggle to get the presence of god here I'm tired of all the gimmicks that's going on in the world and all that and sometimes I will say a year will be even in giving. Sometimes I will say a dad that to the extent be before you give. Let me tell you something. Giving is a covenant. Hallelujah. Until you get to the point where you establish it as a covenant with God, you'll never be able to give. It's true that God loves a cheerful giver and all but he says that when you give, you must give from your heart. If that heart is not subjected to God, you'll give according to what the world defines. You look at what people are giving and give exactly. But what you don't know is that it's a personal covenant between you and God. Hallelujah. In your tithing, in sowing seeds and all that. Let me share this with you. There was a time that I was in a service and then there is this facility that I'm looking for from a bank for a project. I've been on it for a while. Documents and all that. Blah, blah, blah. One day I was seated in a service and then the Spirit of God just said to me that the money that I have already that I'm looking this for, I should take a thousand CDs of it. I mean, it was nothing anyway to compare to the whole amount and then go and sew it, it on the altar. I I wanted to doubt because that's what the body wants. I wanted to doubt if this is actually from God or not. <laughs> so, um, the good thing is that that time we are in the presence of God praying and all that when this voice came. So, sometimes when you get... When you hear the voice in such atmosphere, there isn't doubt because you are not hearing any other voices again aside the voice of God. Hallelujah. That's why you always have to stay in the spirit. That's why you always have to be praying. As as a Christian, you always have to be studying the word of God. It's not about reading the word of God. You can read the Bible from Genesis to the last verse in Revelation within 365 days, but that's not enough. You have to study the word of God. You have to get a revelation out of You have to understand what it means. Because in this work that we are, there are principles. You, don't, you just don't do anything like that. When you have to sow, there are principles. Hallelujah. So I did, I listened to this voice and then I went to sow it. I, I, what I told God was that, Father, from Monday, like within the week, the week coming, I want that facility to be released. So Monday, nothing. Tuesday, nothing. Wednesday, started getting worried. <laughs> it's, it's, um, sometimes you know if you really can't trust in God with all your heart and you, you don't stop leaning on your own understanding and in all your ways you don't acknowledge him you might rush into things waiting is not an easy thing to do but it pays off the Bible says in his time he makes all things beautiful hallelujah I'm not telling you things that I've seen around I'm telling you things that I've experienced for myself I picked the phone. I called the lady at the bank. She was telling me a lot of stuff. Oh, the legal people are now working on this. That that, that. I am like. So how long do I need? It's like, a week to a week more to a month between a week and a month. I'm like, really? Scarnashi, Scarnashi, Charlie. So at that point, I, I started. I started. I mean, getting a bit worried. That means you you started doubting God. The enemy has gotten into your field, he, he has started playing on your faith. hallelujah he's a faithful god hallelujah if you can't trust in god enough <coughs> you will not make it last time pastor was saying that in these times that we are we need to solely focus on jesus because that's the only way that we can make it right now there are so many dangerous things out there in the world that can easily pull you out of the presence of god hallelujah very attractive thing very lovely thing don't be deceived some are even in a form of church yeah not every church is of god don't be deceived you can't tell this by just looking at them you only need the holy spirit to direct you hallelujah sometimes when people leave here to other churches me i'm not worried i pray for them because after all they are extending the kingdom business hallelujah but what the most important thing is that they are still in line with god's purpose and where they are going is a place where god is as well hallelujah we are all one body if we are all serving the same god then we are all one body there is no need fighting each other imagine in, in one body you find your hand slapping yourself and all that that means there is a problem it's not supposed to be hallelujah so let me go back to my my testimony so wednesday nothing thursday nothing had completely given up honestly I was on my way Friday evening. Usually I join some other believers so that we pray together and all. So I was on my way there. Friday evening, you know, this is even out of banking hours, around 7 o'clock. You, you, you know that everyone has closed and all that, so it's all over. And then this lady called me from the bank. As soon as I picked the call, she started giving me fans. Gido! Gido! <laughs> so I was like, oh, Charlie, what's up? And she's like, Chale, chale, ready, then release the thing, and, and look at the other part. The part that he told me is that because of this kind of documentation, so they are not releasing everything, they are just releasing 90%. I'm like, okay, I wasn't worried because I'm like, if God has been able to allow it to be released, then that 10% and me, I settled for the 90%, honestly. But see what God did the man there again, they called me and she's like, oh. Well, I don't know what happened, but for your situation, they decided to release everything, 100%. Hallelujah. Sikande yama, shikande thank you, Jesus. it's very important we listen to the voice of God. Hallelujah. Sometimes it, it, it comes as an inner voice. Sometimes God speaks to us through dreams. Hallelujah. There are a lot of testimonies that I want to share with you. There was a time that I wanted to change church. I'm being honest with you. I wanted to leave this church to another church. Because, well, at some point, it was something personal for me. But then, (laughs) God has a a very interesting way of speaking to me. I don't know why sometimes they don't come to me directly. He always gives dreams to people around me to come and share with me. One of them is my dad and then some other friends of mine. So, when when, when I decided to make that move, a friend of mine had joined this church not long ago. She just called me one day and she's like, "Ah, Gideon have you decided to move out of this church? And with all confidence, I responded, oh yeah, yeah sure, sure. I'm planning on something like that. He's like, okay, I, had, I saw this in a dream, blah, 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 blah. So you have to really think about it. Well, me, I'm not saying don't go, but this is what God revealed to me. So you have to, to be very honest, with, when I made that decision, this guilt was on me so much. I never felt free. I never felt good in my conscience. I, I didn't even know how to tell everyone Especially Pastor, I didn't even know how to walk to Pastor and tell him that, Pastor, I mean, it's time for me to leave. I want, I want, to, I want to move out of here. <laughs> it's not easy. Like So when this dream came to me, within my spirit, I felt comforted. And I felt like, no, I understood that this wasn't the time for me to go. Or maybe God doesn't want me to go at all. So let me just remain under Him and serve Him sometimes it's very difficult and you need people around you to encourage you that's why you need to surround yourself with people in the faith hallelujah because when you are down you need those people to bring you up hallelujah I mean I can share testimonies all day There there was one that I wanted to make a very significant change in my life that's relocating from Ghana to another country all in the name of love <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> God bless you, Kuba. So I, I started <laughs> Hallelujah. I I started making plans, looking for a job over there. There was some small Hello <laughs> Hallelujah. There was some small certificate to be a me or UK masters. So I decided to, you know, look for a job over there and all that. So, yeah, I started in discussion with this beloved of mine. And <laughs> we Hallelujah. Sometimes the best way is to be praying for them. But I thank God for my parents who pray earnestly. Hallelujah. They pray for us as if it is for themselves. And that's how it's supposed to be. If you read further in Romans chapter 12, it will tell you some of the things that we have to do in the body of Christ. I'll come to that shortly. Wow, my time is almost up. I'll come to that shortly. But then, God, in his own wisdom, after I had made all plans, it was, it was a very interesting, I mean, um, 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 encounter for me because I was going to do a lot of trips. And those of you who know me, I'm a fan of football. If you take God from there, the next thing is football. Hallelujah. So we plan to go and watch matches and all that. And interestingly enough, one day I came from work. My dad just walked to me and he's like, Gideon, um, are, you, are you planning of relocating out of Ghana? And I'm like, um, sort of. I mean, yeah, I'm thinking about something. Like I'm thinking, about some, I'm thinking of something like that. So he's like, okay, well, I saw it. I had a dream. You know, in the bible the bible when peter was addressing them in the upper room he said that your old men will dream dreams it is real hallelujah <laughs> the dream was dito dito to the extent that i was shocked the man told me that i dreamed that you were that's my dad he told me that i dreamed that you were relocating out of ghana you had packed all your things and even in your trip you had planned to go and watch a football match hallelujah <laughs> that's how detailed the dream was hallelujah so and he was like, as soon as you go to the airport, you just turn back and you came back with your stuff. And I mean, so the material, don't mean to forget, it's just a dream. Let's pray that whatever it means won't come to pass. Sometimes when you use your human mind, you try to calculate things in your own favor instead of seeking the will of God. Hallelujah. You calculate things in your own favor. So I went on. I still pursued this adventure, and. One day i close from reza i just go home and i had a call from this lady and she's like Gideon, i'm not sure i can do this anymore i'm like really why <laughs> i mean what, what just changed because we've been in touch like we've been talking about me coming there and all that, So what uh, she's like oh it's, it's not going to work it, there's no assurance that when you come here you're going to settle blah blah all those excuses that you, you know usually when someone wants to leave you they give those of you who have been you know what what it is (laughs) so all these stuff came up and then you know she was expecting me to be worried but I was then the, the dream came back to me and I'm like oh okay so this is what God was trying to tell me all this while. probably if I had even rushed to get there who knows so sometimes we have to be very much in tune with the Spirit, with the Word of God. And if you are not in tune with the Word of God, it it will be very difficult for you to be, I mean, for you to make it in in, in this walk with Christ. Look at Abraham's case. Abraham had served God for over 90 years. Sometimes you feel like, Hallelujah. But when God has bigger things for you, sometimes it goes the long way around. But eventually... He ends up where he wants you to be. And in his time, he makes all things beautiful. Hallelujah. Abraham trusted God to the extent that even after finally he having his firstborn son with his wife Sarah, God still put him to the test. Hallelujah. God said, sacrifice your son Isaac, the one you love. God knows how much Abraham loves his son. But yet he's still telling him to do that. Hallelujah. If a name, Manka Abraham, five Um, car, do baby, and Isaac, journey, we do PCFM, that other. I say, Papa, open you, go to Kako Kra, then go to The way people report it around and all, but Abraham just obeyed the voice of God. And when God speaks to you, he makes provision, hallelujah, what we call grace, hallelujah. He made provision for Abraham. When he got there, Abraham trusted God. And he knew that he was a faithful God. And he knew in his mind that all the plans that he has for him are not plans to harm him. But there is no way God is going to break his heart. Even if God wants him to kill Isaac, he knows that God will give him something bigger than that. Hallelujah. I'm here to encourage you and raise your faith that when you trust in God, every good and perfect gift comes from the Father. Hallelujah there are good gifts around there are perfect sorry there are there are stuff around that are very attractive and all but they are not perfect there are some contrasts that when you walk into you bring you depth hallelujah but when you follow the voice of god hallelujah when you follow the voice of when you submit yourself to the will of god when you walk in that will, there is no way god is going to disappoint you hallelujah let me let me quickly run up our time is up when we come together as a living sacrifice in the body of Christ, we fellowship with the Holy Spirit, and it doesn't end there. We extend that fellowship to our fellow men. Hallelujah. This thing is very important. Man, me. Hallelujah. Not by my will anyway, but it's one of the things that God has placed on my heart. How we live as a church. We live as islands here. I don't even know your name and I don't think I've even seen you before. That's very bad. That's very dangerous. Meanwhile, when we go to God, we sing all the songs that we come before you as one and blah, blah. We pray for unity and all that. You see, saying is different from doing. Fellowship is very important in the house of God. And as a matter of fact, if indeed the Holy Spirit is with us and we've, we've, we are a revived church, then that should be seen as well because if you read Acts chapter two in the upper room after they had that encounter with the Holy Spirit, they didn't just pray Hallelujah. The Bible says they shared fellowship. People sold their stuff to take care of people. Hallelujah. People took people took care of. You. And and sometimes you know evangelism is not going out there to tell God that to tell people that God loves you or Jesus loves you. No, sometimes we live in the life because when Christ came here, He didn't just come to preach. Christ lived the life. The Bible says everywhere he went he was doing good he was healing the sick and all that hallelujah he didn't just come to talk he came to live what the, what the will of god is to us as christians we don't just even in our own church we can't even show love towards each other hallelujah how much more jesus loves you now where we have to share fellowship. Sometimes, I tell you, I don't want to see your engagement. But that's not what the word of God says. Or that's not Jesus. Jesus is love. And that love is not just by word of mouth. It's by action. If you don't, if you don't talk to people, if you don't, if you don't share in their fellowship, and if you if you don't, get close to them how do you even know what they are going through you never know hallelujah so i'm rounding up what i have to end here. time is far gone sometimes obedience is better than sacrifice hallelujah yeah so what i'm telling you is that submit your will to god and the only way you can do this is by renewing your mind constantly hallelujah And what you have to know is that the most effective welfare system in the body of Christ is we being each other's keeper. Hallelujah. The law of God was fulfilled with love, not by works or not by anything. Jesus Christ came down to fulfill it with love. And he says that love is greater than all other commandments. Hallelujah. We are going to pray this morning. I want us to be on our feet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Sunday, Nikitaia, Baba. She, oh she went she went, she.